0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So today, we are going to talk about the attempts to restructure the education system in Virginia under Governor Youngkin. You know, Governor Yunkin, he uh, campaigned on the idea that it, it was smart to get parents to believe that they had a say in their child's education and then have the state just take it over completely and declare a bunch of subjects off limits and you know basically declare anything that the state didn't like as a I don't know thought crime and unsurprisingly in today's climate it worked it got elected and he has attempted to implement this policy of getting rid of divisive subjects, which is near as I can tell, includes, uh, well, mainly history. I, I guess there's a little literature thrown in there as well. Um, and he's pursuing this policy of getting rid of education and establishing a, a method in which the state which we all know is always right can truly shape and mold the minds of young people by denying them access to information in order to further this effort at creating a you know just totally all powerful state everybody knows that if you want that you also need to make sure that citizens have been conditioned to inform on each other to the state you know, report people to the thought police. If you want to have thought crime, you got to have the thought police, you know. So he established an email address. It's uh, helpeducation@governor.virginia.gov, And this was supposed to function as Big Brother. This was going to be the clearinghouse. You know, if a teacher taught something like American history, you could report them. To, to this email address, and something would happen. I, I'm not sure what, you know, drones would show up. I, I don't know. Um, and the thing is, it's been up a few days, and realistically, he probably would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids on TikTok. A bunch of TikTokers put out the call to send, let's just say less than accurate information in large volumes to this email address. Uh, This is something that has occurred repeatedly recently um, because a lot of the policies that state officials are trying to pursue are not really things that would stand up in court. They've relied heavily on farming out the enforcement mechanisms to to citizens, trying to get them to turn on their neighbor, you know, to create that all-powerful state. What uh, a lot of people on TikTok have done, and to great effect so far, is flood these email addresses, flood these tip lines with information, provide them so much information that they can't possibly go through it and determine what's real and what's not. And in the past, when they've done this, and they have done it quite a few times, Uh, the the end result is that the government ends up taking down the email address and stop using it because it becomes a burden rather than a tool to make sure that nobody's committing thought crime. People just have to spend too much effort sifting through the information. Uh, Now, this type of activism is obviously a temporary fix. You know, this isn't going to change the fact that you have somebody in office in Virginia who thinks it's a good idea to remove large segments of American history to make sure that students don't learn anything too true, because if they do, well, then they might not look favorably on some of the institutions in the United States. You know, we have to hide our history because we can't be proud of it, I guess. We can't be proud of what occurred. And that part makes sense. We could be proud of the fact that we changed. That that could be something that schools could teach. However, if you teach that, students might want to continue to change. And a whole bunch of people at the top who enjoy the status quo, well they really don't want that now, do they?